It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, everyone. It's Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London. Oh, man. So much going on. The summer is kicking. Uh, but this is the last month, Ryan. Uh, until the NFL happens, we will have the, the only time we will never have NFL again is March 2023. So oh NFL is coming, baby. It is much needed. I've been dying. Because right now we would be actually sitting in the World Cup right now, just bathing in the World Cup. It would be on, be fantastic, be out in the gardens, great. Now we got to just sit with that mess in uh, November. It's going to be awful. Okay, I, I really wish the World Cup was on right now. It would be such a perfect thing for this summer, especially with like all the travel crap, not going anywhere. Well, you know, the good thing is uh, the NFL, at least we're going to get all the gays because uh, they're not allowed in the World Cup. So come on to the NFL, everyone. If you are uh, if you identify as something different, uh, don't go to Qatar. Well, John Gruden made sure that's something. Yes, he did. Uh, and Boris is gone, so that's a big thing. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's true. That's true. So, Boris yeah. is gone, so things are happening. But the other thing is, and we're going to get into the NFL news, lots of NFL news going on. The big one we're going to start with. Big old Baker Mayfield. Uh, he is now a Carolina, oh, Carolina Panther. So far, yeah. we don't know. If he does fail the physical, <laughs> which is possible, if he fails the physical, the deal is called off. Uh, and then Cleveland would get him. Yeah, and he just comes in with just a beer gut. You know, just, hasn't shaved. It just looks in absolute horrific shape. At home with Baker Mayfield. No, um, I, I think... That I think it's a great trade. I think like Matt Rule has no choice. Like they got to be desperate. I think they tried for Deshaun Watson. They're like, thank God, that didn't work out for us. And you know they had Darnold last year, and it started out really good with him. You know the first couple games. I think I remember the first two games he was like leading the NFL in touchdowns. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, see, it was just Adam Gase. It wasn't Darnold. And then, like, six games later, it was over. And Cam Newton was on the team. And that's, I know, how bad it's got to be when Cam Newton comes on the team. Yeah, um, and, I mean, their defense played well. you got to look at that Carolina defense. Kept them in games. Their secondary was keeping them in games. I was playing them a lot in fantasy. Uh, and, of course, Robbie Anderson, when he originally had said, no, he, he was not a big fan of Baker Mayfield. And now he's got a quarterback with him. Um, well, listen, like, honestly, I think if you look at Baker, like, other than last year when he played injured when he shouldn't have, he's had a pretty good career. And it's kind of hard to – he, I guess, like they say, he's always best when everyone's written him off. And definitely everyone's written him off. I think yeah. like, the commercials didn't help him either because commercials just annoy everyone. Like, yeah. I find Rodgers and Mahomes – so much more annoying now and it's going to happen to josh allen he's going to be on all the, all the things and then i'm going to have to pretend i'm annoyed with that um but when they throw nfl players into acting roles and they really can't act um yeah that gets annoying i mean it is tough for baker because you know he joins a sort of dubious company he's the third first round pick uh to have traded left a team within four years joining the uh, exclusive company of jamarcus russell and Ooh, Jeff, Jeff George, um, <laughs> as we all know, of all big arms, all the big arm guys, the storied NFL careers there. Um, you know, obviously a lot of, a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, but you know, you, you talk about it. He won, he got to the playoffs. He got Cleveland to the playoffs in 2020 yeah, beating Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, so, I mean, that's gotta be something. And it's, so we do talk about it and, you know, I think that there was, he didn't want to get trapped obviously in the Cleveland Brown situation where it's like, Oh, okay. Well, guess what? The guy we got rid of you for, uh, he's can't play. So you're, you're still playing. Yeah. Um, and he's going into a decent situation. You know, you got, you're going to have McCaffrey back. who's going to be fully healthy. He's never really like, 
even though McCaffrey has been injured the last couple of years, there haven't been like torn ACLs where you just like, does he have explosive explosive? They've just been like these nagging injuries. So they haven't been anything like devastating. And a guy like Baker, who so, who probably works really well in quick completions, you know, where he doesn't have to look over the line all the time. Having a guy like McCaffrey right off to your right and your left, just being able to dump it off is going to be huge for his confidence, where he's not going to feel like he's going to have to be that like, guy who could just stand in the pocket while everything just – and then make – because he's not going to be the guy like Lamar and Josh Allen who, and, and Mahomes who can break out of the pocket and make plays. Like, it's just not going to be his game. So he's going into a decent situation with McCaffrey, with DJ Moore. Um, and, again, he's one of those guys. Like in college, he was just like a walk-on and everyone doubted him. He's now, he's now that guy. He's doing his own Ruby story basically for himself. Yeah, I mean, that that whole division now has a whole bunch of Heisman Trophy winners in it. Um, you know, you, you we did, you know, you and I used to lament them last year and basically playing injured. Uh, and at times you're just like, dude, just stay on the bench. Just yeah. stay on the damn bench. And was that him so just being, funny. you know, nebulous to the whole thing? Or was it him actually just trying to be such a competitor for that team that he ended up, you know, busting his own nut out? So, you know, you'd hope now, because the surgery he had was on his non-throwing arm. So you hope that, you know, he's able to come back. He's able to get his stuff together. And you know what? You do feel bad for a young guy who's, who's you know, you know, screwed, gets screwed over like that. And you, you sort gotta, of say, hey, a little bit of gotta, justice. You got to feel a bit bad as well. Big, bigger loser in this and the Seahawks fans that are just yeah. like, oh, God, okay. I guess we have to, uh, guy, let's watch this training camp to see that Geno Smith, Drew Locke uh, competition. Well, you know, the other, the other loser in that is, of course, Jimmy G. You know, because now well, I guess yeah, because they're not going to. Jimmy G is not going to go to Seattle. You're not going to face the. You're not going to want. You're not going to want to face uh, him twice a year. I don't think they're really afraid, but I think someone like actually now that we're mentioning someone like a Cleveland would be a perfect thing. One year deal, Jimmy G to hold off until because they got a good team. Jimmy G yeah. knows how to win. He can take them to, you know, he's taken team to Super Bowl and he was in the conference championship. So, like, well, you know, the Browns. I, I think. And then it'll be hilarious because the Browns have to pay his salary too. No, there's just no way, right? Because no, they couldn't They're paying it. like half of Baker's and they're paying whatever. Well, they're only paying like. Paying five million of Baker's. I mean, Cleveland is paying 10 and a half million of Baker's and Carolina is paying five. Um, but still, it's too much money. And you got Jacoby Brissett there. Yo, yeah, is... but I'd rather Jimmy G than Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, probably. But I mean, Brissett, I think it's one of those guys that deserves a shot. And, you know, obviously a lot of talented. It's just a matter of by the it's time the Deshaun Watson for gets him. there. If, if, I'm Jimmy, if I'm Jimmy G, I want to go to Cleveland. Good offensive line, good running game, good receivers, good defense. Like, why not? He's going to San Francisco, basically. Yeah, and the other option for Jimmy G is, as we all know, someone's going to get injured. Some team's going to fall apart. And by yeah. week four, they're going to be so desperate. He could just sit in his couch, work out, and watch his trade value jump. Because someone at week three or four is going to go, damn it, we need a quarterback. And yeah. We get Jimmy G. He just Leverage. looks himself in the mirror, and he's just like, well, I'm still good looking. Yeah, still handsome. Gonna still be a handsome Love man. Island, everybody. No matter if nobody, no team may not want me, but all the ladies do. All the ladies will want him. Um, there's big contracts, you know, I think that's some of the stuff and a lot of things we can talk about today. Um, big contracts, obviously coming up with, with some of them, um, you know, Kyler Murray, obviously there, what, there's a situation, what's going to happen there. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson showed up to training camp, but you sort of go, okay, well you watch all these deals happening and all these other quarterbacks, people want to secure them, but then you also don't want to limit yourself to the future. 
you know, how, how tender is this with, with Arizona and Kyler Murray? They want him back, but at the same time, his demands for the future seem to be a bit crazy for what they've performed as. I don't think they're going to pay him. I just don't think they're going to do it. I think that the way the season ended last, like you, I, it's really tough to think like the way the season ended last year in that terrible game. And then the losing streak down the end. And then to think like, I'm going to go ask for the biggest raise like for 45 million a year after how it ended. Like, yeah. The reason, the reason Josh Allen got his after three years is because he was second in MVP voting and took the team to the AFC championship. And was ascending, and you saw that. Where, where, yeah, Kyler's been fine, but you know, one playoff appearance got spanked, had a terrible game, um, and there's a lot of questions about him. There's a lot of questions about his maturity, uh, his durability, and this is like you're paying 45 million, and you do that to someone like that. Oh, I, I don't think they're doing it. I think these owners are like one more year. And it's also, I think, it's something that you know we're starting to see in this sort of Gen Z generation is. A lot of the teams in the Baker situation, they wanted an adult, you know, and, and that was one of the sort of demands. It's like, we want an adult. Unfortunately, um, that phrase has been uh, ruined. By but yes, um, but, but even that, saying we want an adult in the room, we're going with the sexual assaulter. Yeah, we're going to go with a guy <laughs> who comes on tables as opposed to the guy who's actually at a, at a convocation right now, delivering a commencement speech. Um, yeah, I mean, Kyler, I mean, he's, again, shown a bit of his naivete, a bit of his youth. Um and there's got to be, he's got to show up and, you know, show a bit of veteran. He's got to show and, and, and put up a show up, you know, that kind of analogy with it. Uh, because as I said, everyone was talking, you know, Cardinals, 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 week 10, they're looking great. Um, but if you can't sustain it, and that's part of on him, you know, when you lose some of your receivers, it's about you and your core. You know, when Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers loses a top guy, they rally. You know, they put things together and they didn't rally. They fell apart. So that is going to be partially on him, part of Kingsbury. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it just seems a lot to give to this kid when you sort of go, eh, grass might be greener. You know, there, there might be someone coming down the pipeline. Yeah, it's just it's got to be one of those things. Again, you're going to have Joe Burrow after this year. Right. And he went to the Super Bowl like mm-hmm. he's just smoking those cigars because he knows it's coming. That bag is coming. Like, so it's a big difference because there has to be you can't it's it's no longer going to be because the number is so big and because it hurts your team. It can hurt your team so much. Like your results have to be to make you just don't get it because you're good. No. Like I think I think like a lot of people thought that was like Dak's problem, right? A lot of people yeah. thought Dak's getting it, even though he, even though Dak puts up great stats, looks good, but it hasn't even gone to like the NFC Championship, hasn't been in an MVP running. And I think a lot of people. And then when you got that money, people were like, "Oh, this is crazy." You need like. It, it's a big, but then again, you're getting guys like Derek Carr is getting 40. And they're like, can you really say, but Derek Carr has shown gradual improvement, but it's just unfortunate. It's just the way the position is. You're looking at almost minimum of 40 to get Derek Carr floor. Yeah. Is which is just crazy, but that's just the way it is. But the sooner you do it though, from just thinking back, the sooner you do this and you get those big hits over with, yeah, the, the sooner it's going to be better because the longer you wait, the more you like. Look how much they paid extra for Dak by waiting. Yeah, waiting. no, exactly. It, you need to. You sort of. So you know he's the guy. If you know he's the guy, just do it because, like, in, a, in in three years, Josh Allen's deal is going to look like a bargain. Yeah, Mahomes' no, exactly. deal. Mahomes' deal is going to look like a bargain. 
Yeah. And yeah, it, you, you got to pay to winners and you got to pay people to win. And if they're not going to win, you sort of go, oh, crap. I don't know how much you're going to throw out there because then you, you are stuck with those being in debt and your franchise is in debt um, and, and you can't win. Yeah. Um, the other big news, and I think everyone has been talking about it, you know, because uh, the NBA All-Star, you know, there, there's breaks, sorry, there's MLB All-Star and all these kind of breaks going on. Aaron Rodgers decided no one's talking about me. Um, so he made something about him. He got a new tattoo, everyone. Oh, it's, it's, oh, very, it. it's very it. Illuminati. He, yeah. he got, I think it was a Hungarian artist who did it for him. I, I like the artist. I think it was actually, he used to do stuff for Tom Brady. Um, well, TB12 focuses I just on his assumed, I just assumed that the witch conjured it onto his, onto his arm. I, you would think so. Uh, on, on was non Some Game arm. of Thrones shit just conjured it up and it just appeared right on like the mark. Yeah. Like the, the devil. Uh, it's nice, you know, men in their 40s getting tattoos. Um, you know, it's uh, it's midlife crisis. Um, you know, I guess maybe just get a, get one. By the end of the season, he's going to be like uh, that Takashi 6 9 guy. He's going to just be covered just in tats, tats all over the face. Yeah. Hey, he's what up, bro? He's just breaking. Uh, so it is all about Aaron Rodgers. You know, there's a lot of talk, obviously, too, about his receiving core um, and not having sort of a number one. You know, can you really count Sammy Watkins as your number no, one? No, because it's no. sort of his first year not having yeah. a number one. That's a number one, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's a risky. It's a little risky game. And again, they do have one of the best defense. But again, if you think Sammy Watkins will have you a good couple of games, you'll you'll he'll probably start out hot. You'll do XT. He's coming back, and then he's gonna get hurt. Like, yeah, he has been injured almost every single season he's been in this league. I don't think he's I think he's done one 16 game season. I think one. And everywhere he goes, people like he got that 15 million contract a couple of years ago and everyone's mm-hmm. like even though had a great game in the Super Bowl, had a huge yeah. game. One maybe should have could, could have been MVP. Uh but again, it's I again you you're still got Rodgers. He's still going to be able to do you still got some speed. Um and Dude knows how to play the game. He's gonna get the work in. He's not gonna like not show up and do so. I, I think he's gonna put the numbers up and it's gonna be fine. But it's to say like you're not gonna miss Devontae Adams is crazy. No, I know. I, I mean, and even Brett has Favre to be said- done, which makes me think that like with Devontae Adams, that division's a cakewalk. I don't think it's a cakewalk. No, I think yeah, I think they could easily lose a bunch of games when they're down a bunch of scores. If they go down a couple of scores early with turnovers or what, and then you need to start pushing the ball down the field because one of the things when when Rodgers needed yards, it was always going to Devontae. Oh yeah, it was a sling. It was a sling. It was, no, you just it was always like he. Sometimes it was like four times in a row going down. Yeah. The field. I'm just throwing it to Devontae. Like pass it to Will and Fresh Prince. Like yeah. just. Literally just giving it to him all the way down the field. So I, again, he's Rogers. He's been back to back MVP. I'm not going to doubt him. I'm not going to doubt him. I'm not going to doubt him. I mean, let's talk about some of the the quarterbacks in your division, the the AFC East. Um, you know, because you've obviously you've got the best quarterback in there with the Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> You're looking now at you know obviously uh, the Jets. Um, what's going to happen with the, the young guy oh. up there with Zach? Uh, yeah. And then you've and then you got. Um, the old uh, New England Patriots and Mackie Jones. Uh, and then you got Tua in Miami. Young young guys, all of a very much young quarterback division uh, with, with Josh Allen standing up yeah, there. It's, it's one of the most like interesting things that's going to be this year is like the rest of the AFC East because they're all kind of – they're pretty much the same. They're all – technically, Tua's going into his third year, but they're all really kind of second-year players with how many games they've played. Um, and it's, it's just all over like, again – 
I think Zach Wilson's got a lot more weapons. They did a great job in the draft. Everyone's already given him the greatest draft in the history of drafts award. Um, so they got that. Again, and then if Tua can make this work with Tyreek and all these weapons, Cedric Wilson, like what else do you want? And then again, you got Mac Jones, who people just kind of forget was 10 and 7. How can he have a really decent year? There's no reason to think that again, they got Devontae Parker. The problem is, is just who's calling the plays mm-hmm. with that team. If you're going with Matt Patricia or like you're going Joe Judge, it's just like, okay. And you don't really have that speedster, that guy who's really going to stretch the field with them. So if if I was thinking who, I think Zach Wilson has the potential to take the one to, to take the leap. I think, I think he's got probably the least amount of pressure on him out of the three um, because it's, after the way Mac Jones lost in that playoff game where they just got spanked and just couldn't keep up. Zach Wilson's now like, just like he does like 20 touchdowns and like 10 picks. That's a good year for his second year. They got good running backs. You know, they drafted well. They got Bryce Hall. Uh, They got that guy, uh, number 10. Uh, I can't remember his name. Bryce Jones. I don't remember. Yeah. Bryce Bryce Hall. They got it. Bryce Hall. Yeah. Um, Again, I think the problem with them is, is just my worry with them is um, Robert Salah. Because I just don't know. Again, you got to, if you're going to, you got to basically bring him along. Again, because again, he's a defensive coach. So defensive coaches don't, aren't notoriously great at developing quarterbacks. You need that kind of guy on Zach Wilson's hip that's going to be able to take it, like Brian Dayball did with Buffalo. And that's where I worry because I just last year was just so ugly. I know they didn't have a lot of weapons, but I need to see a bit more because Robert Salah has got to get the most out of this guy as well, because they just had Sam Darnold fail. They can't have this fail, but I think again, they're not going to, because they had such a strong draft. I think even if they have a bad year, miss the playoffs, which surprised Salah has got another year. He's not going to get fired. Rutua, on the other hand, has to put up like 40 touchdowns, it sounds like, or Tom Brady's taking his job. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you know, they, they still have that sort of bugaboo hanging over him, that whole Miami situation. But this is Tua's last last chance saloon, really. You know, it's, like it, you've, and, you've been given all the tools. You've been given all these great assets now. Now what are you going to do? Um, it's, and- it's yeah, and I think, again, it's, it's Miami's had a real tough schedule to start it out, I think, too. It's like it is no joke. They got a lot of tough games. So it's like if Tua comes out again, starts out one and three, one and four, it's like, and they, I think they're going to be going to Bridgewater and then very quickly because, and then that's it. If he gets pulled, it's over. Tua's yeah. done. And then it's the whole thing. Now it's the Tom Brady watch. It's because again, they have all the pieces and they still have the draft capital that they, they can trade for a, a star. Yeah. They have two first-rounders next year. Um, they've done a really good job of setting this up. This is like almost like, here's your gift. Yeah. Here's your gift wrap to a, now let's see what you do with it. Unfortunately, I think he's going to be better because he's he's a good, accurate quarterback, but he's not going to take over games. I'm he's still a heightist on this, and I still think he's too short. And I think yeah, that when you see tall. him scramble, he makes those chucks down the field sometimes. You're like, dude, did you even look? Did you even look where you threw that? And, and you're just sort of like, ooh, man. I worry about that with him. I worry about him making kind of rookie college impetuous decisions sometimes. When you see him and it's like, don't chuck it, don't chuck it. And he's like, he's going to unload it. Sure, you can do that in college. You just can't do it in the NFL. Someone's going to pick that up. 
Yeah, but it's going to be fascinating because again, that that second spot, I think I think Jets can surprise people. I think Patriots mm-hmm. are going to be good because again, there's still Belichick. I think again, he's unless he's just going scorched earth, right? Yeah, like I mean they Boris played a slow and steady wind. He's going like Boris Johnson, where he's just like appointing uh, people who don't have any experience. Like, yeah, we'll let a banker be in charge of the house. Hey, we'll take them all down. Um, so that's kind of what he's doing with Patricia and the offense. So unless he's doing that, I think they're still going to be good. They're still going to be nine and eight, ten and seven, battling it out. Um, and I think all those teams are going to really beat, but Buffalo is still right now. It's, I know I just don't see any of those three being able to keep up with Josh Allen in that offense. Miami so, always look. Miami always. Miami's well the only home. one. They always play well at home, and we know it's because, and it historically was because players had girlfriends in Miami, would go and party in Miami, and would be hungover for games. Not to mention the weather, the humidity. But Miami was girlfriend city, so that was why a lot of teams always play poorly. Um, but, you know, again, the Jets, when we start looking at the Jets had tons of injuries last year and they were able to put like even as a fantasy guy from Carter to other guys like that. I was able to find great value on that team. You know, the great, great wide receivers. Yeah, only with Michael Carter, really. He was the only one. Um, Barrios, um, a few other oh, guys yeah. Yeah, near the end of the season. So there were guys putting up numbers. And so in fantasy, it was good. Uh longevity sure you, you can't see it happening but you know they've got to turn something around and you know with mac jones i think what we saw is that they were just taking it very slow and steady kind of wins the race in a way um but you gotta he didn't go there was no deep balls mac jones was not opening it up he wasn't having fun he was basically sort of cloistered by the book you know this is what you're doing don't throw it deep just yeah well it. that was evident in that three pass game where they're yeah. just like not allowed to pass you're you're a basic rookie just go out there and kneel <laughs> and one of the interesting things I was looking at, do, do you right, do you know who has which team has the highest uh priced offense this year? I, yeah, I, I think I do. I think it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's the Detroit Lions. Oh, really? 123 million for their roster, offensive roster. Uh, second is Dallas at 122, Washington at 122, Tennessee 121, Arizona 121. Kansas City 120, New England 115, Baltimore 113, Cleveland 112, and San Francisco at 111. Detroit 123 million. How is uh, that impossible? I guess uh, got- you get golf, you get uh, some salaries. You know, you spend a lot of things. Lot I of don't know what. That's shocking to me. I guess it's maybe very shocking when you look at it. The Detroit, and you start looking, going, are they going to be? Because CBS also, and this is another fact, I'll, I'll throw my other factoids in. CBS did their rankings of the best and worst teams, all 32 teams. The worst team they predicted is going to be Atlanta. The second worst team is going to be Houston. The third worst team is going to be the Bears. The fourth worst team will be the Giants. And the fifth worst team will be Detroit Lions. According to them, CBS says the best teams will be Buffalo first. Yeah. The Chargers second. The LA Rams third the Bucks fourth and the Bengals fifth. Now, when you start looking at Detroit, that kind of price being fifth worst and also the bears being slotted to be even worse in Detroit, uh, could be a very tough division in the NFC North with, you know, and, and I start looking at with, what's going on with green Bay, Minnesota is scary because they've got Justin Jefferson. They have Dalvin cook. They have running game. Yeah. They didn't have some good coaching and their and their you know, their, their defense sucked a, uh, not last year, uh, but this is a team that 
could do some damage. In yeah, that it, it, it did feel like a team that just like had just run its course with Zimmer. Like mm-hmm. Zimmer just like got all they could get out of them. And it was just like, listen, we got to do something, you know, like, like when, uh, like when they gave uh, Phil Jackson the Bulls, right? Yeah. Like we gotta fire this guy. We gotta move on because we think again. You're right. Like all those pieces. What is not to like? Adam Thielen. Like, yeah. What is not to like? Kirk Cousins. The problem is that you got the Kirk Cousins. But again, if you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, you think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. there's just something that just holds him back. I don't know what it is. It's the fourth um, quarter. Well, I mean, you looked yeah. at when you looked at every game last year. Minnesota had that. There's no thing reason they were within three three points. Sometimes like two points of every game. Yeah, and their defense just couldn't stop anyone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's no reason to think that with a Packers offense that might sputter a bit that they couldn't just come and sneak and take the division. I think it's completely possible, and that's why you just got to think that was this a Zimmer thing? Maybe there's some the new coach can unlock something in Kirk Cousins that's just been missing because. He's got all the tools. He puts up all the numbers. He just doesn't have the wins. Yeah, and they don't have the falter. And the fourth quarter just seemed to fall apart for them, and they would always just sort of lose it right at the end. Have a lead or just fall apart. So I sort of wonder. I know you want to talk about uh, wide receivers, that the grass is green or the trading of a lot of wide receivers. Um, You know, there's quite a few guys that have moved places this year, Um, you know, whether it's going to Tennessee, you know, moving to some other teams. Uh, You know, Allen Robinson, big one, going to the Rams. Yeah, it's just such a fast because again, like we've never seen anything like this and what's going to happen. I think we're going to see it a lot more where we're going to see your favorite receivers only going to be on your team for like two or three years and then it's mm-hmm. going to shift. You know, people like AJ Brown, who went from again, I think he he's been always he's been talking like shit with fans going back and forth, chirping, saying I was the greatest yeah receiver you ever had it's like you were there for like three years it's like maybe maybe you're like the most physically gifted i don't know i haven't looked at the titans receivers of all time but i'm sure he's not the record holder no but no, again, not, not a very old going, franchise anyway. he's going to jalen hurts again you went from ryan Tannehill's number one weapon Tannehill, whatever limitations he has they were the number one seed he moved it down to the ball he got mm. you the rock whenever you needed it because you also had you know, Derrick Henry, they could run play action off of. <clears throat> so you're going from that perfect situation for you into one where Jalen Hurts, who's, again, was had a decent season for a rookie, had a lot of mostly running game, but you saw it when they played Tampa Bay, like he just couldn't compete. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and then is A.J. Brown that enough to be that, like, he still could put up 40? I don't think so. But again, so is AJ Brown going to have these big games? Is Tyreek Hill? We already seeing him talking like uh, Tua is better than more accurate than Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And it's just he's just trying to fluff him. He's like a little. Fluff oh yeah, it's the uh, it's girl. It's pair like it's like I guess I haven't watched Love Island, but it seems like all the swapping that goes on. It's, I'm with Sullivan. Yeah. Devont- yeah. and, and, and then you got Devontae Adams. He's now going to his buddy Derek Carr yeah. again, who's going to be able to get him the ball. But there's something different with their Rod- the way Aaron Rodgers got him the ball. It might not be the same. He he was pretty much the number one and only option. You're going to have Derek Waller. You're going to have Hunter Renfro. You're going to have the running game that they're going to mm-hmm. try and get. So again, it's not going to be the Devontae Adams show. You're probably not going to get 15, 16 touchdowns. Um, 1500 yards so again I think a lot of these guys who wanted out they wanted the money I think it could just be like uh oh maybe you had it pretty good there yeah and I mean the other guy we haven't even mentioned who's been rumored in uh, with the Green Bay talk is uh, Julio Julio Jones Um, you know old man Julio has been around a long time uh, injured 
But you know, let's not forget what he did in, in Atlanta. Um, there is talk that he could either go to Green Bay or that the Colts might make a pitch for him, trying yeah, to bring him. That'd be awesome. That'd be that would be hilarious. Not, right? Like, listen, at this point, even if you're if you're a team and you're going to sign Julio, you're doing it like minimum. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be like when you traded for him that Tennessee took on that like 14 million a year contract. Yeah. You just wanted to like base one million, like yeah, because you can't because you can't be trusted. So right now, Julio is probably the one time I'd probably want to just take a shot at him. Why yeah, not? Just just right? for a cheap price. Even if you, you, you really like, you don't have to play him. Like you don't. Have to, he could be your third or fourth receiver, right? Yeah. And you rest him and get him ready for the playoffs when you need him. Kind of like um, the NBA does, rest your player, rest days. He can just yeah. have completely because that's where he, the problem was. Everyone was just trying to shove him into the number two spot and just ran him. Into, he's been running into the ground over the years. Yeah, I know exactly. So, you need to use him in special plays. Kind of like the Bills want to do with Von Miller, right? Hopefully, yeah. it's like, don't burn this guy out. We need him for the playoffs. Yeah. So the other interesting about Atlanta, which I've noticed since Ryan Pace uh, from the Bears. Uh, is in Atlanta is just how I call them Chilanta now uh, because they've picked up every dirt ball we've dropped. Yeah, every Bird, team does Fetty, that. Though. Every uh, team Cosby. does that. What time? Every team does that. Like, no, the but they picked up nine that. players from us. Nine. Yeah. That's it not. That's sense. not one thing. That's nine players from us. And Eddie Goldman was the last one. They just they just picked up. I mean, Bears are cutting him. It just seems interesting that Ryan Pace has gone to Atlanta. Brought all his people with them, uh, put them all in roles, and then brought all these players with them well, as well. And now Atlanta. Yeah, sometimes, the last yeah, but sometimes there's just differences with the head coach, where because you draft a guy, and then the coach might not utilize them the way you want them, and then you're like, and then he gets cut. You're like, I'll take them. I'll show you where you're doing wrong with them. Let's put them well, in let's, I think let's, there's a lot of that. Let's that see what they can do. I mean, the Bears. I don't know if you've seen this. The Bears have. Uh, they have till 2026 with Soldier Field uh, to make a decision. And then they, they can move after that. And, and uh, Arlington Heights is an area they've been looking at, 345-acre area. Chicago has come back to them and said, look, the mayor, this Mayor Lori, has said, uh, how about putting a dome on it? Um, so they're putting a proposal that they want to redo Soldier Field, rework the way that it is, because it was done. It was renovated in 2002, but it was only done to put in more boxes. It was only there for corporates. In Chicago, Soldier Field is still the smallest stadium in the NFL at 61,500 people. Oh, um, wow. So now they're looking at they're looking at expanding the land, potentially putting a dome, because the city obviously doesn't want them to move, you know, 50 miles away um, to have it. Because you know the, the idea was the Bears would then build a whole entertainment complex around this, a racetrack. It would be a whole entertainment with the stadium and everything there. But the city is basically saying, please don't go. Yeah, yeah it's going to be like $5 billion. Well, they're saying they're good because the stadium's already built. It's not going to be like SoFi, but it's going to be a, over a bill, <clears throat> which is a lot oh, of money. It's a minimum money. over a bill. Especially if you want a dome, you're looking at like two and a half. Yeah. Because the bills are doing the same. They did like the, they decided with like, which is what I think Chicago will do. They'll do like the, the Tottenham Stadium, like that, the, the half. Yeah. Oh. Well, because, you know, you're right by the water. That's the, the one thing is it's beautiful. Uh, you know, you got Lake Michigan right there. It's right on the water. It's gorgeous. And, and so to have it all domed up, you're just like, oh, okay. Well, I get it for the winter months, but, you know, it's uh, kind of sucks for the, you know, the, the nice summer days. And also it's nice, as you know, as a Buffalo fan, having that advantage, that outdoor advantage sometimes when you play in your yeah. own stadium in the wintertime. Exactly. It's football. Uh, it's football NFC East, <clears throat> very interesting as well. Uh, you know, we, we talk about what a actually horrible division it has been in the past few years uh washington new york philly sort of coming and emerging um and so you you wonder you know 
what is going to happen with i i think it's a wide open division i yeah. think it, i think i wouldn't be surprised like maybe i'd be surprised if the giants did but maybe not like because i think again you look at ever you got dallas who's who's gotten significantly worse it looks like yeah with uh, the whole no Dak contract has fallen apart oh that there's like zeke's that's not working well they had to trade amari cooper um you know Okay, but CD Lamb, he was good, but he wasn't great. So, so again, there's all the questions. Then you had Philly, who got better, and then you got Carson Wentz, who's you know, don't get me wrong, he didn't really have anyone in um, in Indianapolis. He's got a beast. He's got Terry McCloud. He's got a bit better weapons. He's got a better coach. Um, so again, I got a great defense that that really let were let down. So like again, if Chase Young could take that next step. Um, and, and then you have the Giants with Brian Dable. Can he turn Daniel Jones into something? Can Saquon with that weapon? Again, they they had no receivers last year. They're, they're going to be healthy. And I think, again, they're a team that could just come out of nowhere. I think they're going to beat each other up. And someone's going to win it at like nine and eight. Yeah, I mean. I don't what, know who it is. Like, I don't even know who I'd pick now. Maybe Philly. I, I, I'm thinking Philly. I mean, Philly, I, I took Jalen Hurts in some of my fantasy as my QB2 last year and didn't look back with him, uh, obviously with his running game as well in terms of fantasy. You know, Philadelphia was able to put more and more pieces together and, you know, rebuild in, in, in a growth year um, when, when you're actually, you know, you've traded away a lot of assets. So I, I really like them to sort of come out. I, it's just going to be the coaching. Washington, I, I sort of had a fancy for. I think it was only because of Fitzpatrick. Uh, when he was on them. Um, but, you know, watching uh, Taylor Heineke, to, I thought he was pretty exciting for what he played. So, you know, obviously him getting replaced, it's going to still be, a, again, as you mentioned, one of those divisions where they just kick the crap out of each other. Um, and that's good. Um, we will be the last man standing. Basically. Last man. And as you say, we don't know because, you know, it's one of those ones where in the past couple of years, they had such great teams and they all end up with losing records. You know, the NFL could be any one of those things. They all get winning records, but they're all still garbage. You know, you just don't know sometimes. But um, yeah, it's 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 a division and the Giants are playing over here. So, um, you know, good on them. Um, I, I The one thing I did want to touch about is that they did uh, the Demarius Thomas. I don't know if you saw, but uh, they came back and man, his brain was not oh, in good yeah, shape. CTE. CTE stage two. Um, when you think about it, that young, and I mean, you obviously can't tell if someone has CTE until you cut their brain open. Um, so just scary that, you know, that how, how pronounced it is in the, in the league and a guy like this, who's, you know, taking a lot of hits and serve people. Well, that's why you're going to see more people just like, especially when the money starts getting so insane, where you're like, I got my one deal. I'm out. I think yeah. you're gonna see that. where the guys before, you know, they're just about to like go work in the fucking shipyard right after the game yeah but nowadays you just get to one contract like listen dude i don't want to go nuts when i'm older i got paid like 50 million in my first contract played seven years yeah. like guys like luke keekley right it was just like yeah. i'm out i'm out patrick willis i'm out especially the linebackers but yeah you start banging guys. your head around and now that there's an awareness of it and you know it's like oh this is brain disorder it's not like oh he's got the sads because football's over it's like actually no this is a brain disorder yeah um, those are kind of things. And, and it's just sad. It, it, you know, it's, it's part of the NFL, but it is sad when that sort of gets confirmed. So, um, you know, obviously it's just for his family and for everyone, it's uh, just sucks. Um, and for the NFL. So, but um, sad news there. Um, so yeah, the other big thing that I was going to mention about Amazon, as, as we all know, Amazon is the exclusive home of Thursday night football. And apparently they are going to be doing this whole uh, campaign to launch the NFL for Thursday night football. 
they're they're selling fire TVs and televisions uh, on huge sales for people for NFL. No one else could do that, could they? No one else could say, oh, NFL's coming. How would you like to buy a TV for really cheap? Um, yeah, right. I guess he could. That's actually so diabolical. Oh, they've got Alan Kirk uh, hosting for that. And so it's going to be very interesting to see. But uh, Amazon, keep an eye on it. Yeah, I, I always like watching Amazon in terms of their coverage for a lot of sports. So it's going to be interesting to see. You know, they all they will be pushing towards eventually getting all the NFL rights. Well, yeah, right. It's a, it's a pocket change to the guy, too, right? Even no, if exactly. They're saying it could be like three billion or something. For the yeah, team. he could he could buy a team in space. I, uh, I bought yeah. the, the moon. The Moon Marauders. You can buy all the teams. Yeah, we're the- actually going to call them the Moon Redskins. I don't care. They're yeah. called the Redskins. They're on the moon. Um, yeah, it's crazy money. And folks, we will let you know about all the stuff that is going on uh, in terms of uh, news and NFL parties and stuff like that throughout the season. Well, training then, camp will be soon. So. Training camp will be soon. Ryan and I will be doing previews of all of that. Uh, and make sure your game pass renews on August 1st. So if you don't have the money, uh don't uh, don't let your direct debit put it up and, and you can pay for it in september if you have to save up till september because it is 150 pounds this year uh goes up every year everybody right. anyway thanks for listening for this episode of the podcast waiting around here we'll be back with more now that the nfl season is coming back uh we'll have more podcasts thanks for listening everybody